This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. Visit SmartGolfDeals.com for promotions and savings. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Oh, good afternoon. T-Dot, another weekday edition of Golf Talk Canada coming at you. This is one of four Golf Talk Canada radio shows for you this week on the TSN radio network as guess what's back? The PGA Tour returns. Real golf that matters returns this Thursday. Charles Schwab Challenge, Colonial, Hogan's Alley is finally back. And, of course, TSN and CTV2 is going to have the coverage on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, when it gets really serious. But, hey, Bob, it's good to have real golf back. And, um, you know, not that we didn't love the exhibitions, not that it wasn't for a good cause, but, boy, it's nice to have real professional sports that we're all engaged in again. I'm just having a hard time connecting with Bob there. Don't oh, have Bob. There we are. Hello. Oh, Can you is. hear me now? Okay. Weeksy, I know you're new to this. you got to have the mic on. Okay? I know you don't <laughs> do a lot of TV and radio. In fact, you've only been on 30 hours already this week. So we got uh, to turn on that. <laughs> exactly. Uh I had no idea what your question is, Mark, so you'll have to re-ask so I can answer like a sane man. <laughs> sorry. I am sorry, Bob. Having some it's technical right. problems here. It's okay. Home studios are fun, aren't they? I was just saying it's great that you know we had golf, we had experimental golf and, and COVID relief golf and a great cause and fun to have it, but so nice to have it back that it really counts now, that this is, this is stuff that matters. It is professional sports that matter starting Thursday that will uh, they'll, it'll matter a couple of months from now when we hand out a FedEx Cup. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really interesting. It's, I think it's going to be a, a week where everybody's learning from the fans to the broadcasters to the players and the caddies, uh, listening to some of the players talking yesterday and today about the experience of going there and just how good it feels to be back, you know, seeing their, their peers and, and hitting golf shots that mean something. Um, it's great for on so many different levels, and uh, and I know it's going to be smoking hot down there. So hopefully the weather holds; we don't get any crazy thunderstorms or anything. But um, it's going to be nice to uh, turn on the TV on Thursday and watch some live golf. Yeah, it certainly will be. I know we'll be glued to it. I know just sometimes just your casual sports fan this time around, Bob, will be glued to it because it's the only sports you have. It's not like you get to make a choice right now between golf and baseball, or golf and hockey, or football or basketball. It's golf. Or nada, pretty much, with the except, you know, the rare exception. This could be really good for professional golf and, and just the broadcast side of things, and getting people excited about golf. You know, I've spoken to a lot of PGA professionals, a lot of friends of ours. They're seeing a real uptake in the game again. Participation levels are up. Tee times are jammed. People that maybe haven't played in a couple of years have come back to the game because it's one of the few things you could do over the last few weeks to get outside memberships are up at golf courses. I mean, it's a good news story. You spoke to a lot of the uh, tourist uh, tourist destinations in Canada a couple of weeks ago, wrote an article on tsn.ca about Canadians traveling domestically. 
Lots of good news. We have lots to get to today. Uh, my good friend Dave Mary, who was part of our OTH team, um, had a chance to speak with him about something else. Bob and I have been covering products that have given the golf world silver linings in this COVID-19 environment. Pin Caddy was one of them. Uh, there's a divider product out now for golf carts so that we're not all taking separate golf carts. We can share a golf cart, divide it. Well, when we think of technology and advancements in the world of golf, the golf tee itself is pretty much the same thing we've used uh, for the last hundred years. Well, uh, my buddy Dave Mary has stumbled across a product and is bringing it to Canada uh, that has maybe uh, turned a corner in tea technology. And in this time of the world where, where we're not supposed to be picking up other people's teas, which is a habit we all get into on a golf course, uh, this product certainly helps uh, helps that habit and breaking that habit as well. Russell Budd. Uh, is starting, he is a golf professional in the Southern Ontario area and starting a players tour for Toronto. And, and Bob and I spoke about this last week. Uh, PGA Tour considering a small circuit in the U.S., 54-hole tournaments. What if you were a Latino America player? What if you were a PGA Tour China player? What if you were a PGA Tour Canada player and now have no place to play? PGA Tour is considering a mini kind of tour circuit, six, two, six tournament event to help you have a place to play. Well, that doesn't help you if you live in southern Ontario and can't cross the border. Well, maybe this tour will help that out. So we have lots to get to today. We're going to have some news and headlines in a moment. But before we get to that, Bob, I would like to wish you a happy Italian Heritage Month. Bob, I didn't know if you were aware of this. It is happy Italian Heritage Month. And I want to, it's something that we can all celebrate. I want to wish our listeners that. May your Brunellos be 2010. May your prosciutto be shaved thinly. May your sugo come out just right, Bob. Happy Italian Heritage Month to you, sir. I'm very, I'm very glad that it hasn't been canceled in the pandemic. That's one of the important days. And anything, I'll celebrate anything these days. When you don't have much to going on, it's it's a great to have the Italian Heritage Day to celebrate or month, should say. Oh yeah, they don't they don't they get more than a day, right? They get a whole no, month. We That's get we get the month, and basically we welcome everyone to celebrate this. We just ask that you talk more with your hands. You need to wave your hands in the air and speak a little <laughs> bit louder than you normally do, and you are part of the celebration. All right, Bob, let's get to some news and headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by the McKenzie Tour, PGA Tour Canada. Tomorrow's stars today. All right, Bob, we'll start off with the uh, a little bit of a negative in the sense that the Evian Championship, the fifth major on the LPGA Tour, has been canceled due to coronavirus and other issues that come along with it. And uh, you and I spoke uh, this week a little bit about the difference between having a professional golf tournament and running that tour or that event in America versus what the rest of the world is dealing with. Uh, you know, Keith Pelley spoke about border issues and challenges in Europe. We already know what we went through here with PGA Tour Canada. Uh, Evian Championship now falling into that column. Yeah, and this was, of the five LPGA majors, this was always the weak link, and, and there were players who didn't even go and play it. Some of them didn't like the golf course. Uh, you know, it's un unheard of for, an, for a player of any tour not to go and play a major, but that was the case with this one. But they've, they've obviously got some, some bigger issues with the pandemic, with things going on in terms of finances. 
Um, there's a lot of different reasons, but whatever the cause, however you feel about the tournament, it's obviously very sad news when you have a uh, a major championship on any tour uh, not being held. We've we've seen it with the Open Championship on the men's side, and now we have the Evian on the women's. Now, in the good news column and in the column of people stepping up, we already spoke about just off the top, maybe a, a potential mini circuit in the U.S., uh, one from Russell Budd here in Toronto that we're going to speak with later on in the show about, but Kate and Justin Rose uh, supporting a mini uh, tour, uh, mini tour in uh, Europe uh, for the ladies' game, uh, stepping up, giving an opportunity for European uh, ladies uh, professionals who are not traveling an opportunity to play some golf. Yeah, and this is man, this is just awesome. Uh, what a great show by by Justin Rose and seven one day tournaments. Listen, I don't care if it's uh, nine hole tournaments. If you're a competitive golfer, and especially on the women's side where they don't have quite as many opportunities to play, uh, this is a real magnanimous, beautiful move by by the Roses and and to to give back uh, at a time when I think um, professional golf and developmental professional golf, especially, is hurting. Uh, brilliant move by these guys. Yeah, uh, hats off. Anybody who can do anything to help right now during this time, uh, you know, you, great on them for doing it. And uh, and again, this still might be, we like to think of this as a short-term process, but we don't know how long the world is going to look like this in, in, from, from, a, from all perspectives, golf certainly being one of them, which is what we talk about here on GTC. So if they can come up with places to play for people and opportunities to keep your career on track and advance it as we go through this, then hats off to everybody. On the other side, Bob, in the next segment, we're going to talk Canadian FedEx Cup standings and where they are right now as we reboot the schedule. And of course, tomorrow we've got another special edition of Golf Talk Canada Radio 12 to 2 again, and it's going to be a full-blown PGA Tour only reboot special. Everything you need to know about what's happened so far, where we're at, and what to look forward to as we kick off or reboot the PGA Tour season. But we will talk Canadian perspective in the next segment. But right now, Bob, if you were to ask 10 people on the street who is number one on top of the FedEx Cup points list right now, how many people do you think would get it right? Uh, I would say zero out of 10. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is bold. That. <laughs> that is bold. Sun J.M. leads the way. I, I think you'd get a lot of Rory McIlroy's, who is currently number three. And you get a lot of Justin Thomas, who is currently second. Our top three, though, Sun J.M. at one, J.T. at two, Rory at three. And that's how we'll kick it off uh, when we reboot on Thursday. And, of course, Bob, you and I have spoken quite a, a great deal about the players on the outside looking in. Big names outside the top 125 that need to get moving right now. And Brooks Kepka, to me, Bob, that's the name on top of the list. I mean, that's that's the one that if, if you ask those 10 people, I bet you four of them would say that it was probably Brooks Kepka because you just don't understand what kind of a year he's had, how, how miserable it's been, and where he sits 213th on the FedEx Cup points list. Um, five tournaments, two missed cuts, tie for 43, I think is his best finish. I mean, he's really kind of struggled, and there's been some talk about injuries and things, but um, but maybe this layoff has been a little bit of a blessing for him to get his game back in shape and and retool and restart and he's going to get thrown in with the uh 
with the big dogs, obviously in one, two, and three in the world ranking, Rom, McElroy, and Kepka are all going to play together. So we'll figure out pretty quickly where his game is. Yeah, that is the featured group, Bob, of the featured groups, and we will break it down for you tomorrow what are all those featured groups and get you set for the reboot to the PGA Tour season. However, on the other side, we'll take a quick little update here on where the Canadians are in terms of FedEx Cup standings as well as where are they playing this week. Maybe not as many of them in the field in Colonial as you would have maybe expected Part of that due to how hard it is to get into that Colonial field. Top five in the world there. It is the strongest field the Colonial has potentially ever seen. And not a big surprise as people have been waiting on the sidelines, chomping at the bit to get back going in the PGA Tour season. On the other side, the Canadian look. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and the all-new Sim and Sim Max drivers. Shape in motion. We reshape the drivers so you can reshape your game. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to order yours today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Well, welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. We kick off one of four GTC radios this week on the TSN Radio Network right here on 1050 in Toronto. I will never be more happy than I will be Thursday afternoon to ever do a leaderboard update in my life. The fact that the PGA Tour is returning and I will get to update you on where things stand before that broadcast kicks off later in the afternoon. Of course, CTV2 and TSN has the weekend coverage. And Bob, when we reboot, when we restart, this is what the FedEx Cup standings look like for Team Canada. And no surprise who's at the top. Uh, I guess, you know, to my point, or just as direct to my point in segment one, where I suggested to you that most people would not know uh, that Sun J.M. was leading away in the FedEx Cup point standings, if you asked him right now, before we get restarted on Thursday. I think if you ask most of our listeners who is the top Canadian on the FedEx Cup points list right now, I think they'd most of them would be correct, and they'd all shoot, shout out Nick Taylor for obvious reasons. He had the big win back in February at uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, uh, beating uh, Phil Mickelson and his... I don't want to call it his home court, but pretty much his home court there at Pebble Beach and uh, got it done on a Sunday. And Nick Taylor leads the way 18th on the FedEx Cup points list. But really, Bob, Team Canada, tons of momentum when we had to pull the plug. A lot of them were playing well. It is a good, solid performance. And, and when you look, of course, obviously, at Nick, you'd, you'd know he uh, he had that big win, which vaulted him up there and will uh, has given him a little bit of a cushion as well because he's decided not to come back to the tournament golf for probably about a month we heard from him on uh, golf talk radio golf talk canada radio on saturday morning talking about the uh, you know the there's no pressure on him to go back he's got a two-year exemption and he's got uh, lots of points on the fedex cup list so that's that's an easy one for him he can stay at home with his baby back in canada before he has to come down here and 
um, and, and not be able to go back, I guess, unless he wants to quarantine again. On the other, you know, then you go down a list and you, the regular kind of cast of characters, I like to say, with Corey Connors and Adam Hadwin. And then those three, to me, are sort of obvious ones. And then, of course, Mackenzie Hughes, who struggled out of the gate but had that big finish at the Honda Classic, um, getting himself up there as well. So those four players, the, uh, every, the three of them besides Nick, are playing this week, so hopefully they can improve their standings a little bit. Um, but those are kind of the meat of the order right now when it comes to Canadian golf. Yes, it is. Uh, Taylor at 18, Hadwin at 38, Cor- uh, Corey Connors at 51, Mackenzie Hughes at 69, all of them comfortably inside the top 100. And to Bob's point, Hadwin, Connors, and Hughes in the field at Colonial starting on Thursday. David Hearn was an alternate uh, on the or, uh, when the list of players uh, came out for Colonial. He's decided to play Corn Ferry along with Michael Glickick. Uh, Mike Weir, I believe, in the Corn Ferry event this week as well, Bob. Of course, Roger Sloan sitting at 183, Graham Dillette at 230. Uh, uh, Graham still dealing with health issues. So a lot of question marks on what the next 6 to 12 months will look like for Graham Dillette. Uh, from a Michael Glickick standpoint, uh, starts are going to be important, Bob. Uh, getting the opportunity to put the ball in the ground on the PGA Tour is going to be harder to do, especially in the next, oh, let's say the next three to four starts here as guys are uh, coming back and wanting to play golf and Colonial no different. There, there's a good news and a bad news story to the, the, the slowdown of the tour with the three missing the three months. The good news is nobody's going to lose their status. So you get a second year to try and uh, keep your card and, and get inside that top 125. The other side is that what you just said is that normally between the majors, you know, the, the, the tournament fields are not loaded with the top players, not like what we've got at Colonial. And just by example, this is the deepest field that Colonial's ever had since the world ranking points started off in 1986. So um, David Hearn has played, I believe, the last six years at Colonial and played very well, but this year just didn't get it in. I think he was the 14th or 13th alternate on the list. So you can just see what what changes there are in terms of, of uh, spots available. Now, those three guys, will all, Sloan, Gligic, and Hearn, will all get in next week because they have those little uh, RBC crests on their shirts, and uh, the RBC guys will uh, make sure they all get a start, I think, in that one. So that's a good good omen for those guys. Um, they will be going. And as you said, in the Corn Ferry Tour, it's loaded with Canadians. There's Taylor Pendrith and Adam Svensson, who are regulars out there. Then there's Gligic and there's uh, Hearn. And then uh, Mike Weir, as you said. Now, Mike Weir got an interesting exemption. There is an exempt spot for players but who are 48 and 49 on the PGA Tour. And Mike turned 50 on the 12th of May. So technically, he wasn't allowed for that. But they appealed, the, the, they appealed to the policy board and said, hey, he's, yes, he's 50 now, but there's no tournaments. And he was 49. Can he not get back in until the Champions Tour gets back up and running? And they agreed with that. So that's why Mike is in the field. He's not taking anyone's spot a la VJ from, uh, from a little while earlier from that story when he was going to take a um, play in the tournament. Well, good news there for Weirzy, and it, it's good that, uh, again, the RBC boys get in the field next week. And some of our listeners today might be saying to themselves, well, you know, if they can't lose their spot, what's the big deal? And I get it. In a big picture scenario, you're correct. In a big picture scenario, you're not going to lose your status on the PGA Tour uh, because of the short and condensed season and not being able to get spots. But, Bob, that being said, first of all, a boatload of money these guys will play for in the FedEx Cup playoffs. It is a ridiculous amount of money. 
the opportunity to qualify and get into major fields if you're on the outside looking in, trying to move up the official world golf ranking. That gets taken away from you, and maybe you don't have an opportunity to play majors, world golf championship events, etc., that you might have been able to play yourself into. And also, let's not forget that if you get to the top 30, if you get into the playoffs and you get to that top 30, that tour championship, that comes with a nice group of freebies as well to get in a field. So yes, you won't lose your status, but if you can't get into tournaments and start playing your way up, you may lose the opportunity to play in some very key events uh, that maybe you had your eye on. Yeah, it's uh, it's right. There's there's so many bonuses for finishing, even top 125, top 150 gets gets bonus money, believe it or not, out of the FedEx Cup. But you're right, there's there's all sorts of things at stake. And so you certainly do want to try and get yourself in there. You want to play those playoff tournaments, just simple as that. So there's a lot on the line, even though there is some security in knowing that you won't have to go back to Q School or to the Corn Ferry playoffs or anything like that. But but these guys also have a lot of pride. They want to be good. They want to make prove themselves against the best in the world. They've earned their spot. A guy like Michael Gligic in his rookie year, he wants to go out and show that he belongs out there. So um, lots, of, lots of reasons to really grind it over the next few starts that you do get. All right. I think tomorrow, Bob, when we get set for an all-PGA Tour edition of Golf Talk Canada to get everyone set for what will be the restart of the PGA Tour schedule, I think you, Scully, and I, need to take a look at the top uh, 200, 250 players in the FedEx Cup standings. We're going to pick a big name that we feel is guaranteed to make the playoffs and a big name that we feel is going to miss the 125. I think uh, we got to take a look at that and because uh, there are some names right now that need to move and not all of them are going to make it. Not all of them are automatically going to get in because their name is so-and-so. So that's tomorrow. We'll break that down. On the other side, Bob, have you ever tried a new golf tee product in the last, say, 20 years? Because you and I, we, we try all the new tailor-made product. We sample other companies' product on a time. We have uh, written, you have written stories on things like pin caddies and things like that. When's the last time someone came to you and said, I have a, a new tea product? <laughs> um, yeah, maybe never, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> A new tea. I mean, the the, la the only tea I can think of before the ones I've been using now are when you used to put a piece, make a, a, a little pile of sand and put your golf ball on it. That's about now it. You're so going tea technology sounds like it's overdue. Yes, old school. You're going there. Well, uh, you know Dave Mary. Dave Mary's a friend of yours, also a fellow magician as well. You guys yes. have that in common. And uh, Dave, a great comic, part of the Off the Hosel crew. Uh, Joining us on the other side, not to talk about off the hosel, not to talk about magic or golf, for that matter, or comedy. He stumbled across a tea product, an advancement in how we hit our drivers off the tee. He stumbled across it, or discovered it, I should say, on one of our golf trips about a year ago. We were off in Ireland, and it caught his eye so uh, strongly, and he felt so confident about the product he spent the last six to eight months trying to figure out how he could represent that product in North America, and he got it done. We're going to talk to him about it on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by TaylorMade and the all-new Sim and Sim Max drivers. Shape in motion. We reshape the driver so you can reshape your game. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to order yours today.
This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit WeatherTech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. When's the last time you heard about a technological advancement in a golf tee? That's right. I guess the answer is never. Velocity.net. V-E-L-O-C-I-T-E-E.net. Spelled T-E-E dot net. Velocity. And you can follow them on social media at Velocity Golf. My friend Dave Mary discovered this product when we were on a trip in Ireland. He was so blown away. Spent the last six to eight months trying to figure out how do I bring this product this golf tee to Canada and to America he figured it out and now in this COVID environment like a lot of the products that Bob and I have been profiling over the last month seem to be making even more sense I had the opportunity to catch up with my good friend David Mary joining me now good friend of mine uh, member of the off the hosel team but that's not why he is dropping by Golf Talk Canada um, David Mary, welcome to David. Uh, Davey, um, I was with you when you discovered, or I, I should say, your first experience with the Velocity product. And I should say Velocity because it is spelled T-E-E, and that's the website, Velocity.net. And it was a tea product that was given to us when we were traveling abroad together, and you noticed something different that day. For someone who has no idea what we're talking about, explain to our listening audience. It needs some explaining. And you know what? I love the description. It was more of a discovery. Uh, it wasn't a discovery. It was, it was uh, in our uh, goodie bag. I don't recall which um, uh, resort we were at, Mark, but um, one of the resorts had a goodie bag, and into it was this weird-looking golf tee. Well, weird meaning certainly different than uh, any other culture that you and I have ever seen, right? It looks like a thumb bent backward, right? That would be a good yeah, yeah. good description. It's, it's got a, it's got a, a little landing area. Well, it's a place where you rest the ball on top of it, but it's bent backward, and I'll explain the reason for it. In any case, you made a, you made a good point about the discovery. In this little bag, I find this thing, and I thought, ah, what the hell, I'll stick it down and just see uh, what's going on. So I hit it, and hit it again, and all of a sudden I, I didn't get it in one way or the other. Uh, I just thought, boy, I'm, I'm hitting it really well today. Um, does a uh, key change your life and change your game? No, uh, but I'll tell you what it can do for you. I have actually hit the one that I have now, but still, um, we got it last August. I'm still hitting it. Okay. So that, that's incredible. These things are bulletproof. They're made in Sweden, and so the deal about this is that I fell in love with it, and when I came back to Canada after three months of hitting it. Um, you remember me calling you. I called you and said, what are these things all about? Do you remember getting it? And anyway, I sourced them. I found out they're made in Sweden. I talked to the guy, Marcus, hell of a nice guy over in Sweden. And I said, do you have a rep uh, for North America? I have fallen in love with these things. And he said, no. And so uh, I, I, I put the rights off. Well, it's an interesting product. It is a very interesting product. And if you get Cole's notes of this product, it, what, what, what it does... Uh, is that it, it, it leans the ball or, perch it, or perches the ball on a tee 
at an optimal, an optimal launch angle. And, and that we talk a lot about launch angles now when we're fitting drivers and trying to match spin rate to driver launch. And yet there really hasn't been any technological advances in, in what we put the ball on top of. And now to me, to me, and I've used this a couple times, and, you know, I've been bragging to you off the air, but I'm hitting it so good right now. I could hit it on top of the Coke can. It wouldn't make a difference. But, <laughs> but this makes sense to me because if we're talking about spin and we're talking about launch angle, uh, it, it, I believe it is 10 and a half degrees of angle. They have found. Also, exactly. Now, you're one of the few guys that actually knew that without me telling you. Uh, to, <laughs> I do. I do. Well, to hit a golf ball. And in a golf ball longer and straighter, uh, um, you actually, it's, it's to do with the rate of uh, the ball spinning backwards when it leaves the launching area, uh, pardon me, and uh, matched up uh, with uh, the, the angle that it's leaving. So it's spin rate and, and, um, and angle. So this golf tee part uh, has the top part of the peg where you would normally hit the golf ball, which is flat. Every other golf tee in the world is flat. My velocity is is, is on a 10.5 degree angle. So the best lie in golf is on a golf tee, and I realize that what would happen if you could improve your lie on a golf tee? You are hitting you're hitting off an upslope, as you as you know. On the tee, you are hitting on an upslope. So the guys who engineered this, they reverse engineered it. They realized the two things that cause, like the two main elements that cause longer uh, drives, uh, sorry, longer, longer drives, and that is the backspin and the launch angle. So they want people, they did all the research and all the, all the algorithms, and they realized that if you start from a different position, you have a very good chance of getting to where you need to be more often, and that's all there is to it. All right, sorry, folks. We're going to apologize for that because that is uh, that is unlistenable. Uh, we are having a couple of technical issues here today, Bob. We're getting struck by home studio today. We've, you know, we've been very lucky because since we uh, hit COVID and since we got bumped to home studios, you and I have not dealt with much problems. It's been fairly seamless today. Top of the show, we got drilled, and now we're getting drilled again. So what we're going to do is we're going to try to play that for you, hopefully later in the show. We're going to see if we can clean that up or see what is going on technically with that interview. If we can get it cleaned up for you, we will play it for you later on in the show, uh, possibly uh, at the uh, bottom of the next hour. Uh, We'll work on that, folks, and we'll see if we can get it back to you. If not... Promise we will get it to you later this week, worst case scenario. Um, All right, Bob, where do we go from here? Okay, well, you know what? I can tell you a little bit about this product just to set it up, hopefully, before we uh, get it uh, later on. But do you remember the martini tea, Bob? Well, vaguely, yeah. And you tell it because it's an interesting story about uh, the connection to this show. Yeah, I did not realize that um, I did not realize that Adam Scully and the Scully family had the rights to the martini tea in Canada. I I found that amazing. And it came up because I said to Adam, and Adam texted me, I said, I used to love the martini tea because it never broke, and I would always keep one in my bag 
so that when I was at a range and pounding drivers, that it, you know you could always just have the one tee and not go through a large bag of of wooden tees while while you practiced. And I kind of kept it for practice. And of course, Scully the other day showed up. He goes, "Here you go," and he handed me a uh, a Team Canada. Canadian flag uh, martini tea, which was great, but I had no idea. Is that funny? You work with a guy every single day, and you have no. And next thing you know, you find out. Uh, there you go, uh, martini teas. But little story for you. Okay, Mark- I've just been told by Adam we're going to run that interview, Bob, at one uh, fifteen. We're going to clean that up, figure out what happened. We're going to run that interview again for you at one fifteen. We've got we lots can, we coming. We can get up. David Mary to do a little magic. Yeah, we'll get uh, Mary that's it, to just magically clean up that interview for us. Uh, exactly. Russell Budd coming up from the uh, Toronto Players uh, Tour, which is a new professional golf tour that is kicking off this summer to help Canadian professionals that were planning on playing in events like the Ontario Open, playing in events like PGA Tour Canada that no longer have access to play somewhere. We'll see what Russell Budd's been able to accomplish so far, we're going to have a winner's weird and what. We are going to have this interview for you with Dave Mary. On the other side, we'll get you caught up on 20 weeks of TaylorMade and all things GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit WeatherTech.ca. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. Ready to trade the snow shovel for a 7-iron? Visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com to plan your golf vacation getaway today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. I want to give a shout out to our friends up at Cedarbrae Golf Club. Was up there last week. That golf course is tickety boo shape. Absolutely brilliant condition. My first opportunity to play with the pin caddy system. I absolutely loved it. To actually see the ball go to the bottom of the hole, Bob. I know you're a big fan of it. It was my first time. They are extending their 50% off initiation, including their extended finance programs right until June 20th. So if you're still kicking tires, you're thinking about joining a club, 50% off initiation at Cedarbrae, extended finance options, cedarbraegolf.com, cedarbraegolf.com. Never been a better chance to join. Um, that pin caddy, I don't know, it's so weird, Bob. These are little tiny things as to what makes golf, I guess, more enjoyable. But to me, I thought it was a huge upgrade, the pin caddy. Well, it's far better than the raised cup and I, I think considerably better than the pool noodle or whatever you want to call it, the lower, no, no bottom of the cup cup. And I've had a lot of people who I've played with um, who say, I don't care what happens after the pandemic when it's over, leave those in because I, I don't really want to have to bend down and get it out. Now I can just pop that out and I can pick it up with my putter in most cases. So it's a good move. We did have, we did have one guy at Weston who I don't know who it was, but apparently thought that you worked it by stepping on the little lever. So we had a couple of busted ones, but <laughs> I have heard of that. I have heard of guys that, go now. I got to play golf in a, in a very good group with some good friends, uh, with a good friend of mine, Ken Tuck, and another couple of great members at Cedarbury. One of them is, uh, Rob Gibson, who plays a lot of the, uh, Golf Canada, 
uh, over 50 championships and, and national amateurs and things like that. And he got me on to something where he, he always turns that lever that you're talking about, Bob. He turns it around to the other side of the flagstick so that when you're staring straight down your putt, you don't see any of that and you just see, you know, nothing really but flagstick. So it doesn't look any wider or more uh, confusing than, than any other flagstick. Have you played with anybody at Weston that every time you go to putt, they turn that thing around to the other side so optically you don't see it? Or are your guys just aim and shoot? Yeah, no, most of the guys that I play with are just aim and shoot. I, I have heard, I will tell you that I have heard that there is a uh, tour version coming where the bar, well, what it comes up from the cup will actually be inside the pin and there'll be a little slat in the pin because I know, and I think Adam Scully had this um, problem, we'll ask him when he comes back on in a bit, that he hit a shot and it actually hit the the bar coming up from the bottom and it veered off in a different way and it might not have done that if it had just been the actual pin there. So there are uh, some modifications coming to it from what I understand, but for right now, for me, uh, man, it's it's just the best thing that's come out of this pandemic in terms of golf. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you on that one. I just It's weird. Little things, but sometimes little things uh, mean a lot. Now, uh, speaking of Adam Scully, I don't know if you saw this, Bob. He fired you and I a copy of a tweet. Tomorrow we're going to be breaking down the return of the PGA Tour. Uh, Tiger not in the field of Colonial. A lot of rumors swirling about potentially Tiger being a part of the RBC Heritage. In fact, you and I were chatting about this a week ago, and you, you know, you had your ear to the ground in, in the world of golf, and I was hearing some some rumblings coming out of my friends at HQ in Florida that hmm, a Mr. Tiger Woods might be interested in taking his yacht up from Jupiter up the coastline and maybe spending a week at Hilton Head to make his return to the PGA Tour. And now, look, all of a sudden, did you see the tweet? His boat currently hanging out in St. Simon's Island, Bob, not too far from Hilton Head. Is this a sign that he is starting to meander north on Privacy, the name of his yacht? Well, it's an interesting development, isn't it? It's uh, kind of what we had talked about, the fact that one of the reasons he might consider playing at Hilton Head was, of course, because of the fact that he could take his boat there and he could stay on his boat and it's interesting in listening to some of the press conferences this morning from uh, from Colonial, how a number of, you know, they'd always talked about, let's put everybody in one hotel and keep them all in there. Well, I can tell you that Adam Hadwin is staying at a hotel closer to the golf course because he thinks that's safer than being in downtown. Uh, Jason Duffner, Ricky Fowler, and Justin Thomas are all staying in a rented house, and they've hired a cook, and the cook is going to travel with them for the next four four tournaments. They think that's a little bit safer way to do it. And so if Tiger is in that same ballpark where he feels the safest place to be is on his own pad, his own boat, then uh, maybe this little launch of, uh, of privacy going up the coast uh, tells us a little bit more about what's going to happen next week. Wouldn't it be nice, Bob? Why don't we have a golf talk? You know, we have the Golf Talk Canada jet. I think we should uh, be uh, adding the yacht to that. You know, I mean, we got to talk to the hierarchy at TSN and let them know that at this point, I think it's uh, the yacht is the natural progression for us. Now, speaking of the natural progression, uh, we gave away a Tour X Spider putter this week on Golf Talk Canada. 20 weeks of TaylorMade continued. That is the putter Rory McIlroy uses to get to number one in the world. This week, six dozen 
TP5 and TP5X golf balls. We're giving away six dozen. We'll give it away this Saturday to anybody who follows us on social media at Golf Talk Canada on Twitter or Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. Either or if you follow us on both spots, you double your chances. But I said this to you, Bob, six dozen uh, Tour X uh, golf balls from TaylorMade, depending on how uh, good you are, you know, we could falsely advertise this as golf balls for life. Yes, we could. That's right. If you don't hit them very far and you don't play any golf courses with water um, or woods or long grass, that could be golf for life, without a doubt. Or cart paths, because <laughs> you could scuff them off the cart paths, too. You could. Uh, you absolutely could. Uh, now, I'm going to ask you a, a story uh, quickly here, Bob, before we wrap up our one. Uh, did you see my Instagram feed yesterday from Angus Glenn with uh, Adam Scully hitting bombs? Because we won't have time to get into this in Scully time because uh, we're going to be did. condensed in Scully time. Did, did you see my uh, video? I did. <laughs> 350 yards. He hit it it's 300. Crazy. And I, listen, I'm there. I'm seeing these numbers. These are not... These are not lies. These are not false accusations. Nick Orbrich from TaylorMade and myself hit it 320 down the middle, which I consider a very long drive. And I think most of the world would consider 320 yards, regardless of the slightly elevated tee, a long drive. It, it was a crosswind. wasn't downwind. We are slightly elevated, 320 yards. He blew it by us 30 yards, Bob. 30 wow. yards. Wow. That's, that's a it's long disgusting. drive. Yeah, it's obscene. And you know, he and uh, now part of the Instagram feed, you saw the video. I blocked. He blocked it hard right on his approach, but he got up and down. He's putting like a rock star right now too. If he just cleans up a couple of mistakes off the tee, I think we could see Scully get down to a two handicap this year. I, I believe that's where this is headed. The only thing that might prevent him, Bob, from getting down to the uh, two handicap. Is COVID coming to an end, and and, and he has to get back to uh, longer hours in in, in the, at the mothership in the head office, and he can't play golf six times a week. That that might stop him. That could be the thing that gets in the way. So <laughs> the limiting the limiting factors of work. Yeah, that's right. Now you weren't playing any golf at all. Did you play at all this week? I did. I played this on weekend, Sunday say, and uh, played Sunday morning. Had a nice round and. Uh, again, I told you that the round before I played, I only played nine that before, and I got uh, I hit the third hole at my course in two. Well, this time out, I went and I played, and I hit the, I didn't hit the third green in two, but I hit it in the fair, fairway bunker, or no, sorry, the greenside bunker there, and then I did the same thing on the par five seventh. So hitting a lot longer off the tee. Now, I will say I absolutely hit it perfect and got a couple of lucky rolls and bounces and stuff, but you know what? It all counts, and... Uh, I'm very happy with the way I've been. Not, I'm very happy with the way I'm hitting it. I'm not very happy with the way I'm scoring right now. Your problem is you need to get out with me so that we can take on a Nick and Adam and get those competitive yes. juices going, Bob. That's that's how you always find your good stuff. Uh, <laughs> speaking of good stuff, Golf Talk Canada video podcast drops tomorrow afternoon on TSN.ca. Bob spoke to uh, Keith Pelly from the European Tour about the challenges facing uh, the European Tour in this COVID environment. A very different situation in Europe than what we're seeing right now. And as Bob and I said off the top, if you're running a professional golf tour or tournament in America, you've got a certain set of challenges. If you are outside of America, you can times that by 100. And uh, the Evian Championship being cancelled is the latest 
to fall into that column. Our video podcast drops tomorrow. We talk with uh, Keith Pelly. Also tomorrow, we are uh, rebooting the entire PGA Tour schedule. We will go headfirst into that as Colonial returns on Thursday. We've got a jam-packed hour or two for you. Russell Budd going to join us. Toronto Players Tour creating a professional golf tour, giving people the opportunity. If you're going to be a local guy looking at the Canadian Tour, other places to play, you lost those chances to play. Russell Budd has the Toronto Players Tour. He's created that. Our good friend David Mary that we were going to play that uh, interview for you in hour one. We've tracked him down. He is kind enough to join us live in hour two. He's going to join us live. We'll talk about Velocity, his tea product, and learn a little bit more about where he found it, what it does, and where you can get it. Also, Scully time with a three-dub of what's happened uh, during COVID. Our, but now that COVID's kind of over for professional golf, I don't call it over, but guys are playing golf again. What are the best things we've seen? What's the good, the bad, and the ugly of things we have seen in the world of golf, social media, etc., since the tour shut down? All coming up in hour two. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. Ready to trade the snow shovel for a seven iron? Visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com to plan your golf vacation getaway today. Thank you for listening to Hour One of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. Stay tuned for 60 more minutes of GTC. CHUM AM Toronto is TSN 1050 and iHeart Radio Station. The NBA Champion Raptors live here. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club, proud home of the Mackenzie Tour PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. For membership information or to book tee times and special events, visit WoodingtonLake.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. Oh, you know, that's interesting timing as we welcome you back to Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada. Our friends at Woodington Lake having an exceptional season up at Woodington Lake, and they were going to host the Ontario Open, and I say going to, because PG Tour Canada pulled the shoot a couple weeks ago, pulled the plug on the year due to... Uh, a few issues, mainly border challenges and quarantine challenges, and PGA Tour Canada really being an international tour now. So how do you deal with that, with all that's going on in the world, especially border issues? Well, our next guest, Russell Budd, a golf professional, who has uh, maybe found an opportunity, and we seem to be talking about this a lot, finding silver linings in, in a COVID universe. What if you were a Canadian? Uh, that was planning on playing on PGA Tour Canada, planning on playing in some local events, getting ready to have your season. And now you're going, where do I play golf? Russell Budd might have the answer. Russell, thanks for taking the time and joining Bob and I on Golf Talk Canada. The Toronto Players Tour. Uh, let's start right there. Uh, how did the idea come about? And for those of our listeners that have no idea what we're talking about, what is the Toronto Players Tour? 
first of all, guys, I'd like to thank you guys for uh, having me on the show. So, um, actually, we uh, so I've played professionally across you know North and Central uh, and South America on PGA Tour, Latino America, and McKenzie Tour. So I was a player, and uh, now actually I'm employed as a tournament official with McKenzie Tour. And uh, upon canceling our season. You know, I saw a need for professionals and amateur players throughout the GTA to play in a competitive game. So I decided to throw together a uh, tour called the Toronto uh, Players Tour uh, that offered competitive games uh, three times a week, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday afternoons all throughout the GTA, uh, catered to professionals, amateurs, men, women, seniors, juniors, um, whoever wants to play. Uh, we're inclusive of them and uh, offer the opportunity for them to compete. It's a uh, it's a really cool idea. Obviously, as as Mark was saying, you get yourself into um, a situation. Not you, but the golf world gets yourself into the situation where there's nowhere to play, and you create you have created this. I know in Vancouver they've had the Vancouver Golf Tour for a number of years. Fraser Mulholland runs that and has done an exceptional job with it, and has had a lot of. Uh, top young professionals playing out there, inclu- actually including Nick Taylor, who who made an appearance there when he was when he was out and back home. Um, is this something that you, that's sort of almost been been missing from our from our city and our, our golf area around here for a while? Yeah, yeah, and I think it's um, it's kind of a, a Canadian thing. Is that we don't necessarily always treat professionals in uh, you know high level amateur athletes the same way as our you know our our neighbors to the south treat them. So I figured that there was a need in the in the GTA for sure um, to offer you know a an outlet for players to compete, uh, both you know current pros, teaching pros, and high level amateurs, and you know just your local uh, club player who wants to you know play with a professional or play with a, a highly competitive player. It uh, this kind of is catered to you know letting everyone play, opposed to just professionals or just amateurs. It kind of you know, apples to apples, lets everyone compete together. You know, Russell, I found it interesting. Most people I talk to uh, in the current environment, the enthusiasm in the golf community has been through the roof. Uh, we all know everybody was chomping at the bit to get back out there. But just overall, it, it has been one of the good news stories in a bad news environment. When you first came to the idea and started to make some phone calls and poke around, what was the initial uh, reaction you got? Did you did you get that same amount of enthusiasm and energy back that we seem to be getting throughout the community? Were people on board right away? Yeah. So I uh, I guess I was blindsided by the demand. Everyone was so into this idea and the idea of getting back to you know a little bit of normalcy, which is you know playing golf and, and competing. Um, from a player standpoint, everyone was the demand was crazy. Um, and then from the club standpoint, we, you know, we, uh, we struggle a little bit to get, you know, our clubs, uh, golf courses to commit for the first couple of weeks, as I'm sure you guys have, you know, been aware of golf courses in the GTA have been putting off record amounts of rounds on a daily basis. So it's not exactly easy to block off a, you know, a portion of tee times, but we have, and we will be announcing our, uh, first two weeks worth of golf, which will be at, uh, a variety of clubbing golf courses. National Pines, um, Cherry Downs, Bondhead, as well as Watson's Glen and Trillium Woods. So we, uh, we've, you know, we appreciate all the help that the clubs have been providing us. Um, and, you know, the enthusiasm is there from the club standpoint as well as from the players 
that uh, that player's enthusiasm that you mentioned, give us an idea of, of who's signing up for these tournaments. Obviously, there's some, I'm sure, some guys who would have loved to have played on PGA Tour Canada, but where are the rest of the players coming in from, and, and, and are there any names we'd recognize? For sure. So we're, uh, we're actually hosting our first event next week out at Black Bear Ridge out in uh, Belleville, Ontario. And we open up registration on Thursday, and we are uh, very close to selling out, which is very exciting. We have notables uh, such as the majority of the Canadian national amateur team, which includes Noah Steele and Johnny Trevally, uh, which are some of the you know highest-ranked amateurs in the country. We also have pros such as David Byrne, who was a, a champion on the big break a few years back. Um, as well as two Symmetra Tour players, Selena Constable and Hannah Hellier. Uh, so we have kind of a variety of players, as well as many high-performance juniors um, and CPGA pros, PGA Tour, or PGA of Canada pros. Uh, Russell, before we let you go, if any of our listeners are interested in getting involved, how do they how they do so? And also, uh, Adam Scully, um, who you played with at Bayview uh, Golf and Country Club. I keep suggesting that you almost saw him break par. Uh, this is his claim to fame, that you witnessed him almost break par. Can you can you validate this, or is he just blowing hot smoke? Well, last time I checked, there's 18 holes on a round of golf. <laughs> he was playing pretty well through 15. Uh, but Adam's a great friend and a good player. But, uh, if you know, if other guys want to get a hold, if guys or gals want to get a hold of us, um, our emails, Toronto players, uh, tour at gmail.com we have instagram and facebook and right now we will be releasing all of our information on both of those platforms russell thanks so much for taking the time toronto players tour uh check them out get out there play golf if you're planning on playing some competitive golf this year why not toronto players tour good luck to you russell we'll check in later as your season uh, gets going and maybe uh, chime in with you again to see uh, some of your results and uh, and how the launch has gone you have yourself a great summer Thanks, guys. On the other side, we have decided that we are going to connect with Dave Mary live. Uh, we had a, uh, a false attempt in hour one to talk about his new product, Velocity. Uh, and it will be my, uh, I will have to do my best job, Weeksy, in our next segment to keep both you and Mary focused on golf and golf product versus have you two go off on a magician uh, tangent, talking about favorite <laughs> tricks, who your favorite illusionists are. It's, I've never asked you that. Who's your favorite uh, magician illusion? Who's your go-to guy? Who got, Or I should say this, who was the one that got you interested in magic, and who's your, who do you think's the best? Like, who's your go-to guy? How did that Well, start? my dad got me interested in magic, but I would say that... Um... You know, as far as illusionists, it's you can't mm -hmm. go wrong with David Copperfield. He's I've, every time I go to Vegas, I usually go and see him. Uh, Penn and Teller are another couple of my favorites, and I've been lucky to know Peller or Teller just a little bit through another mutual friend of mine. And you know, there's a lot of magicians in the world who people don't know, like the, the general public don't know. Um, but um, we've seen them at uh, at a few conventions and a few places over the over the years that are pretty spectacular. And you know, the the television show America's Got Talent has. Uh, produced a few new ones as well so there's lots of good magic everywhere and david mary our next guest is going to be one of them or he uh, is one his bet oh well i'll tell you right now david mary's best trick bob i don't know if you've seen it uh you give him five shots and he shoots 72 it's a it's an incredible <laughs> 
trick. I've seen it multiple times, and uh, but it's an expensive one if you want to watch it. On the other side, I'll be joined by my friend Dave Mary, and we'll talk about his new interesting tea product that he's brought to North America. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, was brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club. Proud home of the Mackenzie Tour PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. For membership information or to book tee times and special events, visit WoodingtonLake.com. These days, wherever we go, our phones go, including the car. So to keep it secure and your hands on the steering wheel, WeatherTech invented the cup phone. With adjustable base, cup phone fits virtually any cup holder in your car, boat, even golf cart, and adjusts to fit virtually any phone. Cup phone tilts for perfect viewing, even allows easy access when charging. Driving, boating, or golfing, cup phone is the perfect fit. Order your cup phone today at weathertech.ca. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Tourism Ireland. World-class courses, spectacular locations. Whatever you're looking for in a golf holiday, Ireland has something for you. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. You know, since we dropped the technical ball in hour one, our timing has been exceptional in hour two. This segment brought to you by Tourism Ireland, which happens to be the part of the world where our next guest discovered his recent golf product that he has brought to North America. My good friend Dave Mary, part of the Off the Hosel team, we're not here to talk about OTH today. We're here to talk to Dave about a product he discovered traveling with me in Ireland, a revolutionary new golf tee, and it's one of those categories that it falls into two categories. One, a typical lane of the golf community where you don't hear a lot of technological advancement, the golf tee, and two, a uh, part of the golf landscape now that seems to maybe have an opportunity to, to you know, rise to the occasion in a COVID landscape. Davey, how are you? Thanks for taking the time and saving us here by joining us live. I appreciate it. Let's start, before we even get into this at all, let's start about how you discovered this, when we were on our trip and how this tea kind of caught you off guard. Uh, i got to say hi to Wixie. How are you, pal? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, David. Great to hear from you. You, you, uh, you and I uh, try to play golf every five years, so I think we're due again, all right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, I love that glitch. I mean, technology, it's hysterical. Tesla sends two guys into outer space last week, and we can't do a radio interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, on our Irish trip, uh, we got these goodie bags, and inside it was this tea which basically kind of looked like a backwards, like, like a thumb bent backwards. Um, I tried hitting it, and you and I didn't play that day, but that day I, I hit the ball particularly well. Uh, and so I went, all right, I'll keep hitting this tee, and did it for uh, several months, as it turned out, uh, and can continue to hit it well because I'm a low ball hitter. And that helped me get the ball up in the air, and uh, it really did a bunch of stuff that I loved. So when I got back to Canada, I... I seeked out uh, some younger eyes uh, to help me uh, source this thing. 
found out they were made in Sweden, uh, and said to the guy, look, I, in case I break one, I, I, I'd like to get some more. And he goes, well, you probably won't break it anytime soon. Um, we talked about it for a while. He, he explained it to me, and then I went, Do, does anyone sell them for you in North America? And he said no. So that's where I, I picked up North American rights. It's called the Velocity, and it basically, guys, uh, Weeksy, you probably haven't seen it. it. This little sucker is a tee that has a launch angle. It's, it's the world's only non-flat golf tee. Uh, so it, uh, when, if you want to hit the ball longer and straighter, two things need to occur, like two primary elements. Uh, it's, it's to do with backspin and the launch angle. Uh, and this thing uh, puts the, uh, it lets the ball rest on a 10.5 degree launch angle. So you're basically hitting it off an up, off an upslope. You're hitting it off, uh, you know, you're hitting it uphill. So it promotes hitting the ball on this uh, uh, optimal uh, launch angle. And at the same time, because you only use it with a driver, it puts a slightly de- decreased uh, a, a series of uh, back uh, rotations on it, like from a backspin standpoint. It's amazing. I'm actually like, looking at a picture of it now. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of it now on, on the website, and it right. is a, a very unusual. It looks like it's kind of almost got a bend in it, but I, I, I can see yeah. how you can make sense out of it because, as you say, I'm like a low ball hitter as well. I'm always trying to hit up on the ball, and this kind of almost starts yeah. that process for you, doesn't it? Well, so here's the deal. Uh, I was lucky enough to learn the game from Marlene Street. Marlene uh, was my mom's, one of my mom's best friends, so I used to call her Aunt Marlene, and whenever she spoke when we were playing, I shut up. So two things I always have remembered. This was back when I could really hammer it. She goes, Dave, how, long, how, how far do you hit your wedge? And I said, 150 yards. And then she goes, yeah, how far do you hit it straight? So that was, <laughs> that was the first one that really made me laugh. And the next one was, and I didn't know anything about this, uh, when I was hitting my driver, she goes, what are you aiming at? And I said, I'm aiming at for, for that tree, you know, just down the left. And she goes, you should be aiming for a cloud. So then I started aiming for clouds. Uh, and this golf ball, uh, this golf tee, um, Every time you set up to it, it makes you set up in such a way that you are hitting it on the upswing. So here's what it does, guys. It reminds you to hit it on the upswing. Uh, It puts the correct amount of uh, backspin on it. And uh, the thing that it does for me is because there is a bit of a bend in it. Bob just said that. You can actually aim it where you want. If you turn it a little bit, it, it, it's almost setting up a uh, uh, like an aiming line too. So it's not cheating because it's uh, it's registered, you know, it's uh, approved by the uh, RNA, and uh, so it's totally legal and it's amazing. Interesting, uh, Dave, too, because I've I've hit the product, and I was being honest with you when you asked me about the product. I said, yeah. "Well, I hit it great, but right now these days, you know." I could hit it off the top of a Coke bottle and hit it great. It's just yeah. I'm in one of those zones right now, so I'd love to try it. I'm going to keep trying it and keep using it because I want to see it, uh, what it does when I'm not hitting it well because that's always sometimes the, the greatest uh, test to, to any of the product that comes out in the world of golf. Is, absolutely. You know, yeah, what, what's absolutely. it like when you're not playing well? But the one thing that popped in my mind and something that, that we talked about is you know, there was a, an email that went out in my golf community the other day, reminding people to not pick up golf tees. And this lines up with, you know, pin caddy, dividers and carts, this COVID environment. And don't kid yourselves, if you're out there listening, 
society is going to start opening up and we are going to be back at restaurants and we are going to be back at bars and the PGA Tour is coming back and all these things. But don't think that COVID protocol is going away anytime soon, including the world of golf. These things are practically indestructible. And there's a great reminder with this tee, uh, just the fact that it's yours, you keep it, it stay, it's going to last you six months, a year, etc. You'll get in the habit of using the same tee and get out of the habit, which I am notorious for, always picking up broken tees. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so in, in this environment, you make a good point. Uh, currently, I well, I, I used to uh, carry whatever, like a hand, uh, a pocket full of tees to play to, uh, to play the game. Um, uh, so currently, I have a small tee that I get from my golf club uh, that I hit irons and hybrids with, and this is engineered. It's designed to only be hit with the driver. Um, so I currently have three things in my pocket when I play the game. Well, four. Uh, one small tee, my velocity, uh, a coin, and my divot tool. And that's all that's in my pocket. So um, the one that I'm playing with now, uh, I, I, uh, uh, that, that was the one that I got in uh, Ireland. Uh, so I, I've been playing with that for nine months. Uh, well. Now, my youngest son, who takes a huge swing at it, uh, Michael actually broke one uh, on the second day that he played it. And I have never seen anyone break one yet, but he takes a really big swing at it. Uh, so Mikey, uh, but the point being that, um, I guarantee these for, uh, a golfing season, meaning a Northern golfing season, like a New York, Chicago, you know, Toronto golfing season, six months. Uh, if you break three of these, I, I, I'm more than happy to send you three brand new ones, um, because they just don't break. They're made out of this, uh, really cool polymer, um, uh, that they make in uh, Sweden. Uh, they make the teas in Sweden, and um, I really stand by them. So I'm loving them right now, guys. I, I can't wait for you both to hit them. Well, it sounds like a magical little tea. Speaking of <laughs> magic, David, Mark said he wouldn't. I, I wasn't allowed to ask any mag magic questions, but I'm asking one. How's your magic, and uh, have you uh, have you shared any uh, any time with David Copperfield lately? Because I know he's one of your pals. Uh, yeah, you, well, I was backstage. You know, one of the bits that I have with this uh, mechanical uh, baby. Um, I was backstage at, uh, where was it? I think it was the MGM <clears throat> in Las Vegas, and I was hosting for him. Uh, he came out and did it like a gag opening for this uh, convention that we were performing at, and he did 30 seconds. Uh, and so I go out after him, and, and I said to the audience, I went, oh, God, I don't know, folks. I think he ran a little bit light. <laughs> We've got a huge and I go, you know, you don't you don't get much for 150 grand anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> that was the last time that I worked with him. But uh, so I heard you say that he was one of your favorites. He's he's one of my favorites too, uh, because I do comedy magic. My actual uh, best pal and and my favorite guy is Matt King. Matt King is a wonderful guy with his goldfish stuff. I mean, he's he's yeah. superb. He's an absolutely Larry, superb hey. magician. Is your is your, your well, but, but, is your son still doing it? He is still doing it a little bit now. I think he does it most mostly just to pick up women, but other I don't think he does it for business anymore. <laughs> uh, I know a few magi magicians right in that same lane. Before I lose control of the next thirty-five <laughs> minutes of Golf Talk Canada. I would like to remind everyone, it is Velocity.net. That is V-E-L-O-C-I-T-E-E, -E, as in Velocity.net. Father's Day special, 10% off if you enter the code Father's, 
Day 123. That is Father's Day 123. They retail for $29.99, come in a lovely presented metal case, guaranteed for six months or a regular golf season. We're going to give a set away later on today on social media as well, so make sure you stay on top of things happening at Golf Talk Canada. Follow Velocity at Velocity Golf on social media. And again, Velocity.net is the website. And the one thing Dave Mary forgot to mention that he keeps in his pocket, my 20 that uh, he always takes with his best magic trick. I give him five. He shoots 72. I'm sick of that trick, Mary. I am done with that trick. Davey, I will see you next week. We're going to get out and play golf next week. Uh, And thanks for taking the time to jump in with Bob and I live. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me back after the little glitch off the top. Thanks, fellas. Take care. David Mary, Velocity.net. On the other side, it is a three-dub, and it is a fun version of three-dub because there has been some good, there has been some bad, and there certainly has been some ugly during this pause in the PGA Tour season. We'll wrap it up for you on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Tourism Ireland. World-class courses, spectacular locations. Whatever you're looking for in a golf holiday, Ireland has something for you. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to a Tuesday edition of GTC. Don't forget, we're not going anywhere this week. Tomorrow, two hours, 12 to 2, all PGA Tour, all headlines, all news to get you set for the reboot. Lots of great guests who will be on location at Colonial for the Charles Schwab Challenge. We're back Thursday, 12 to 2. We'll get some leaderboard updates for the first time in a very long time as the first round at Colonial will be on its way. And then, of course, 8 to 10 a.m., our normal time slot Saturday morning across the network. It is that time. It is a very special edition. Our last chance to do this. Thank God. Our favorite winner, winner's weird and what moments since the tour's been on pause. And Bob, you have the tea. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball! Well, my winner this week, guys, is uh, a fella who has been at the front and center of this. And I got to tell you, when Jay Monahan came out at the Players' Championship with a couple of press conferences in very short order, I thought almost it was he had stumbled a bit. And he's a pretty cool cat, pretty cool guy, relaxed. I think he's done wonderful things for the PGA Tour. The players love him. But let's let's go back to that that uh, Players Championship, and uh, it started with a full field with crowd and everything. And then at noon that day, he came out and said, "Okay, we're going to play the next three rounds without any players, without any fans." <laughs> That'd be a good trick to play without any players. <laughs> He's going to play without any fans, 
And then later that evening, he canceled the PGA Tour for the next couple of months. I think he's rebounded very well. I think he's been a, a, a good spokesman for the tour. I think with his team, they've put together a reasonable plan to get back in action. We're going to find out how that works starting on Thursday. But I give full kudos to uh, to Jay Monahan, uh, uh, Mark. I think he's he's really been a, a solid guy. He's done an incredible job, and uh, we were there together. And it was like it was around nine thirty, ten o'clock that night that we start. You know that my phone lit up saying, "No, we're not having it without fans anymore. Go home, get to an airport, and get yourself home." And then you know, of course, all the rumors start. He's done a great job. And uh, guys, I forgot to bring Adam in. Uh, of course, Adam Scully, master producer, with us now as well. And the reason I forgot to bring Adam in, Bob, was because we rearranged our schedule to get uh, David Mary in the last segment. So uh, back to you, Bob. But I, I am with you, Jay Monahan, uh, big winner through all this. Well, my weird is uh, is is the schedule that we have is great because we've got some tournament golf going forward, as we've been talking about, and we will continue to talk about the next couple of days. But it's weird that there are some ones missing. And my little calendar that I have, I didn't correct anything after uh, the pandemic and everything shut down. It popped up on Monday and said, here's what you have this week. It's the RBC Canadian Open at St. George's. <laughs> so it's weird not to have an RBC Canadian Open. It's weird also to have no Open Championship. And it's weird after all the buildup and all the talk we've been f focusing on not to have any Olympics. Those three events to me are the ones that I'm missing the most and I feel the biggest holes in the schedule. Um, you know, building on what happened last year with the RBC Canadian Open, I could just imagine how wonderful it would have been to have that celebrating this year with Rory McIlroy as the defending champion, coming back to St. George's Golf and Country Club, all that. And then, of course, a major and the Olympics. Um, it's an odd, odd situation to have those three not on the schedule. Yeah, it, it's certainly really odd not to have him on. And, you know, oddly enough, one year ago today was Rory McIlroy's 9-under-61 to win the RBC Canadian Open. Funny how things work, but it's uh, it's a weird year overall, that's for sure. That was the easiest 61 I think I've ever witnessed, by the way. <laughs> um, my what is, uh, what, a, what a schedule we do have. And it's going to, I think there is a block of eight weeks that is going to be absolute madness and by that i mean starting with the pga championship in august uh then we go into three weeks of the fedex cup playoffs with the tour championship and then a little bit later we've got the u.s open and right after the u.s open is the Ryder cup that stretch of golf may be the most exciting maybe the most uh tiring for if you're a player or a caddy that we've ever seen i mean it's a condensed set of, uh, of of big time golf tournaments and boy uh, when those guys get through that it's they're going to be dragging their tails I can tell you Bob I'm with you a thousand percent on this and our Golf Talk Canada TV season is going to is going to mirror that as well starting on August 1st and if our season on Golf Talk Canada and the PGA Tour season is typically a marathon this year it's going to feel like a sprint to your point, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. And uh, who am I passing the baton to now? That's over to me, sir. Okay, Adam, you have the tea. Yeah, well, I, I had the coffee. I got to activate the calves, and I got to step on one here. <laughs> Come on, baby. That's what I'm going to do today. Hit bombs and attack the pin. 
you know, it's, it, boys, it is appropriate that Phil Mickelson is my winner's weird and what sting because my winner during this quarantine period is Phil Mickelson and specifically during Capital One's The Match. First of all, the selfie video cam he took of himself uh, with his whole formula, but with his calves and the coffee and hellacious seeds, uh, that was spectacular at that. And then, of course, the match itself, second hole, giving Justin Thomas probably the most thorough description and explanation of how to hit a pitch shot with the, the ball skidding on a wet fairway, uh, just hit, leading into a green. Then, of course, in the next hole, when he missed the green again, chipped on, didn't bring his putter because he expected to tap it in. Mark, I think the same thing happened to you yesterday at one point uh, as well on the <laughs> golf course. Uh, Phil Mickelson, as we said repeatedly, he is one social media. He is a social media all-star. And Mark, Phil Mickelson's performance in quarantine has been great. Well, you never have to justify why Phil Mickelson's your winner, Scully. As you know with me, Phil is typically always my winner. I'm a huge Phil Mickelson fan. And something that you touched on there with the match and something that I think the three of us will all find very interesting, 10 years from now, when uh, we look back on this period in golf, the one thing, the most important thing, and one of Phil Mickelson's greatest legacies in the game might end up being the fact that he might become the direct result of players being miked now mm -hmm. in professional golf events. He's come out publicly and said he's open to it. The PGA Tour, a story broke this morning that they're talking to players more seriously about this. CBS, NBC, the tour, engaging the players. This might be part of Phil Mickelson's legacy, players mic'd up. Yeah, it certainly could be uh, good for Phil to, uh, to have these comments, uh, especially during the match. It was some fun stuff. My weird, okay, so some things during quarantine. Some people have said the quarantine 15. Another thing has been cutting your own hair. And Brooks Kepka <laughs> had his girlfriend cut his own hair. Uh, the results were uh, a little high and tight to the extreme, and he was sporting a mustache. So it was kind of, it wasn't quite Lanny McDonald, of course. It was more on the Borat side of things. Uh, it was pretty creepy, to be honest. Uh, me personally, I've cut my own hair three times now during quarantine, and I'm never, I'm never letting anyone touch my own hair again after what I've gone through. Uh, but Brooks Kepka's haircut, Bob, uh, what'd you think of that? Uh, it was, yeah, it was high and tight was, is sort of the minimum way to describe it. I've kind of gone into the John Rahm, uh, method. If, I don't know if you saw John Rahm's press conference, but, um, he and I have gone to the same barber over this pandemic, which is to nobody and, and oh. have not cut our own hair. <laughs> he looked a little bit more like the, the Rory when he first came on tour with that big, uh, big curly mop of hair that, uh, that had on there. So I think John Rahm might be finding a barber before the week's out. Yeah, I, I think John Rahm might have to wear a, a bigger hat size to, to, for his afro to fit in. But uh, Brooks Kepka's haircut, that was quite something. My what during quarantine? Okay, what was Jordan Spieth's score during a charity event? Was it an ace or a double bogey? Playing in this charity event back in April, 110-yard, 17th hole. He slammed dunk his tee shot, but because of the spacer in the cup to prevent placers from touching the flagstick, Spieth's ball ricocheted into the water nearby. So after the round, Spee said it was one of those ones where it would most likely have stayed in. I've been shut out for a while, so hopefully this is a good omen. But he's playing with Tony Romo, who was play, uh, with him, and said he could count it as a hole-in-one except for their bet. So a pretty wild thing for Jordan <laughs> Spieth. Mark, what do you think? Hole-in-one or not? 
I don't know. How do you how do you decide? Like you know, what if it hits the bottom of the cup and pops out? It's not like we haven't seen that before, Adam. I can't wait until we're done with these discussions. Though, aren't you going to be happy where uh, when you can just stick your hand in the hole and yank out your uh, TP five? Like, aren't you going to be happy when those days return? Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly going to be very excited uh, for that. But Spieth, either an ace or a double, uh, I guess we'll never know. Okay, Mark, the T is now yours. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Well, my winner, uh, as regarding to the time that we have been in pause mode, and Bob will be able to relate to this, because I am going to select... The kind of the left-handed challenge that took over social media for about three or four days. And it starts with Ricky and JT playing a left-handed match on uh, social media and showing that these guys can play great golf for from the wrong side of the ball. At least for them, it's the wrong side of the ball. And then, of course, DJ and Kepka get in the mix. And some of the numbers that DJ and Kepka put up in terms of TrackMan numbers for the wrong side was absolutely discouraging. Weeksy, when you saw some of the Kepka left-handed numbers, how sick to your stomach were you? Uh, I kind of went into a fetal position and started crying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> Oh, it's so true. It's like these are great numbers for an average PGA Tour. Like his ball speed, carry numbers, spin rates look like the guy who finishes 80th every year in driving distance on the PGA Tour. Only you standing on the wrong side of the golf ball. My weird, you know, the U.S. Open and the Open Championship are special because they're an open. And the reason they call them opens is because a large percent of the field is put together through open qualifying and, and different ways of accessing the field rather than invitation, like a lot of other golf tournaments, or a set of world golf ranking uh, points, etc. They are opens, national opens. Well, not this year. Scully, how weird is it that the U.S. Open forced to cancel open qualifying for all their championships and are now kind of selecting their field through a completely different process. Yeah, it's a wild time for sure. I guess it's almost the U.S. closed, right? Yeah, <laughs> the U.S. closed. That's what we should call it this year. And my what? And this story broke on the weekend, and I was kind of having some fun with Bob off the top on this. Uh, uh, earlier, Actually, off the top of Saturday's show. But the more I'm thinking about it, what a beauty John Daly is. Offering birthday wishes on Cameo during COVID-19. So it's not just the fact that you can pay John Daly $750 to send you a birthday wish uh, during COVID uh, on Cameo. It's the fact that he berates you on your birthday. So just imagine you opening up this birthday message from John Daly. He's got the dart. He's got the Diet Coke. He's telling you you hit it puny off the tee. He's telling you you should get a haircut, that you look like a bum. Why don't you listen to enough country music, and why don't you play the tips? Like, who wants this? And certainly, who wants it for $750, Bob? Like, I, you know what? On Saturday, I said, your next birthday, I know what, what I'm getting you, but you know what? Adam and I love you. We wouldn't do that to you. So I don't know. We've got to uh, find something, somebody very special to send this to.
That's a good question. I think we should answer that maybe on Thursday's show as if you could pick any PGA Tour golfer to send a message to someone that you care about, who would it be? John Daly would be kind of kind of lower on the end of the scale, I think. Oh, boy. Well, if it yeah. was a John Daly berating message, I can tell you right now, Ian Poulter and Patrick Reed, their inbox would be full, right, with John Daly berating <laughs> birthday wishes. All right, boys, that was fun. On the other side, we will set you up for the rest of this week. We've got some great guests coming up this week. Ralph Bauer, Team Canada coach, will be on the ground at Colonial. Doug Bell from PGA Tour Radio. He's part of the live play-by-play team on the ground at Colonial inside the ropes. We will be joined by uh, Doug Bell, Mike Tove coming on this week. He was with us last week, tournament director of Colonial Charles Schwab Challenge. We talked to Mike about everything he had to do in the last three, four, five months to get ready for this week. Well, we're here. Let's find out from Mike this week now what has changed, what has worked, what have they learned now that the tournament has actually arrived. He's going to join us on Saturday. It's going to be a crazy busy week. We're going to get you caught up on it next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf, pushing the boundaries in golf footwear once again with the all-new Code Chaos, meant to challenge the definition of what a golf shoe can be. Visit Adidas.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. You know, it's unfortunate that this upcoming PGA Tour event that starts on Thursday as the reboot uh, gets going, I should say, not continues, uh, in Texas. Bob, the name of this tournament should not be the Charles Schwab Challenge. It should be the Doritos Cool Ranch Challenge because we will quickly find out during COVID what PGA Tour professionals were on the range working hard and grinding out their game and which PGA Tour professionals were in the basement on the couch eating Doritos. You know, you're so true. Uh, there was a, uh, um, a great point in John Rahm's press conference today. He said he went seven weeks without actually touching a club. And the first day he went back on the range, he said his biggest goal was not to shank any of the first 10 swings he took. So oh. there are, he said, he said you're going to see guys who are going to be right in, grooved as if they never left, and you're going to see guys who have not um, not really touched a club for a while, or guys, you know, it's going to be everything you, you can think of and, and, and everything in between it. Uh, and we'll find out pretty quickly who's been working on the game and, as you said, who's not. You know, this is I'm going to throw an interesting one here at you, Bob. And uh, this could come down to something like... If, if guys who are who don't have young families at home and, and kids to take care of and spend time with because you know kids haven't been at school the world has changed it, it takes a, it takes a village sometimes right with the uh, to, to take care of a, a, of a bunch of young ones 
I'm curious in the early going here, some of those single guys without families who maybe had nothing to do other than work out and play golf during COVID, I wonder if this might be an opportunity for them. Sure. I mean, I think think guys, I think it's a big opportunity for them, right? I mean... Uh, I don't know what I really don't know what to make about who or what or what's what's going to happen on uh, on this uh, this tournament this week. It is going to be the most fascinating uh, examination of of guys' games of how they handle the protocols, how they talk about um, you know how they work with their caddies. You know the the I think it was Adam Hadwin who I talked to who said you know our normal week is no longer our normal week and and that started. That started on Monday when they got to the golf tournament. Yeah, well, that's it. A normal week is no longer a normal week. But that might be interesting to see, especially Thursday. Let's keep our eye on the top of the leaderboard. And we'll be on the air 12 to 2 p.m. ET, TSN 1050 on Thursday. So we'll be live on the radio when uh, those scores start to come in and the leaderboard starts to take shape on Thursday for the return of the PGA Tour. And we'll see if some of those names at the top are young guys that uh, maybe don't have those family ob- obligations. We'll know right away if we're uh, really on to anything at all uh, with that statement. Great shows coming up for you. People on location at Colonial, we're going to be joined by them all week. Golf Talk Canada tomorrow, 10 to 2 ET. Thursday, 10 to 2 ET. Saturday, 8 to 10 ET. Video podcast drops tomorrow. Off the Hosel, Season 2, uh, excuse me, Episode 2, Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern, TSN 4. That's 3 p.m. Eastern, TSN 4, Off the Hosel, Episode 2. Bob has been all over this. He's talking to everybody. Keep your eye on Weeks. He's pumping out the content. I'm sure, Bob, this will be a crazy week for you now that we're actually playing golf again. Uh, we can talk about, instead of the what-ifs and the forecasting, we can talk about what is actually happening. We're back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Adidas Golf. Pushing the boundaries in golf footwear once again with the all-new Code Chaos. Meant to challenge the definition of what a golf shoe can be. Visit Adidas.ca Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network.